Hey everyone, welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag, live on YouTube once again. I am joined by my good man, Bill Murphy. What is going on, folks? We are living the dream. Bill, are you living the dream tonight? I am living the dream. I am living the dream. Oh yeah, we're both living the dreams tonight, buddy. And tonight's topic, I'm going to let Bill do all the explanation right now. But As I always basically, do. Yeah, sorry. Bill, why don't you explain them what the hell we're talking about tonight? Go ahead. What, explain okay. them what's going on. So we're going to be trying something new for the next couple weeks. Yeah. This is go tonight's going to be this or that. Oh yeah, can't so wait. We're going to talk about for two musicians, we'll tell you who it is in a minute, and then we will and then at the end we're going to decide this or that. Yeah, so we're going to choose one over the other. Tonight's discussion is Billy Joel or Elton John? Oh, okay. yeah. And this is a age-old topic debate, but we're going to get into it right here, right now. On the yeah, Super there's another age-old topic we were going to get into, but um, we're going to wait for... We're going to wait for another time to get to the big one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A big one, and... Um, so we're gonna, yeah. So, yeah, so we're gonna start with, uh, so yeah, tonight, Billy Joel or Elton John, please tell us your and chat board, tell us your thoughts. Yes, so basically, as Bill just said, we're this is just an open discussion on how the two of them are related, how they're different, what do we like, what songs we don't like, what do we hate, what do we love. That's gonna be a whole thing, shebang about that. Absolutely. And I am very curious to see what a lot. Curious to see what a lot of you have to say. Okay, so Bill, okay. why don't you go first? Okay, this is a very choosing between these two musicians is very tough. Oh yeah. And it's like, who do you like? It do is. you like the rocket man? Do you like the rocket man or the piano man? Um oh yeah. Because like here's the thing. I think I'll start with this. I think Elton John's music is a little more theatric. I completely agree with you on that. Um, I and don't get me wrong, I love Elton John. I've seen him in concert. As is our, our my dear friend here. We were basically at the same show. Oh yeah, we both saw Elton John at Madison Square Garden on this same night without even knowing about it we swiped right indirectly <laughs> we, we swiped right jt we swiped right oh my god this we is great. Right. um <laughs> so wonderful it is so wonderful indeed but anyway um i love elton john who doesn't love crocodile rock who doesn't love rocket man who doesn't like Benny and the Jets? Benny! Benny and the Jets! But I think his music is very theatric. Whilst I think Billy Joel's music is a little more simple. Mm. I don't know I if you realize that, but... I completely I, agree. I, I feel like Billy Joel's music is a little more simple. But um, yeah, it is actually a really hard thing to choose. JT, the floor to you. The floor to me. Well, listen, I love both exponentially. I have seen Elton John twice, and I have seen Billy Joel three times. Uh, and I can honestly tell you that both, look, both are still performing. Um, Elton John's uh, like about to wrap it up. He's doing a farewell tour that's lasting another five years, apparently. So whatever. Yeah, well, this time you got to give him a cut him a little slack because the whole year, yeah, was kind of axed due to say it together. Thanks, Thanks COVID. COVID. Thanks, COVID. Oh my God! That T-shirt's in our super review store. Please buy yeah. it. Plug for our Super Review Show merchandise store, where you can buy a ton of different shirts and memorabilia from the Super Review Show. You know what shirt we really got to sell? Remember when we had Justin on for what was it? Um, TV shows that should be canceled, and we made that joke about the Kardashians. He goes, 
all this over a sex tape. Remember that? What shirt was it? He said, we should make a shirt when Justin made that joke about the Kardashians when he said, all this over a sex tape. You know what? That's on my to-do list. That, that really is a great idea. Yeah. But anyway, getting back to Billy Joel versus Elton John. So, yeah, I've seen Elton John. I have yet to see Billy Joel in concert. Oh, you're missing out on all the fun, my guy. You are missing out on all the fun. I got to see it. But I heard those tickets are, like, super tough to get. They're not that. Well, they're going, like, when they first started as Madison Square Garden residency, uh, they were pretty, they, they were like, okay, whatever. And now, like, now they're flying off the wall. More people are going to see him now than they were before. Because everyone's been locked up for a freaking year. Yeah. I was actually at this show. I was at the 100th show. It was so great. Oh, yeah. And isn't that when Bruce Springsteen appeared? Um. Yeah, there's video online somewhere of me going like a, a Goo Goo Gaga crazy about that because that was like a once in a lifetime thing. But yeah, it was great. I um, screaming like a teenage girl who's watching One Direction. Oh my god! I, I like you know how like most girls are with One Direction and Harry Styles. I was like that with Billy Joel and Bruce Springsteen. It was kind of pathetic. At least you were. At least you're honest, my friend. I'm being completely honest with you. It was and it was a wonderful show. Every sorry, we want to keep going. <laughs> yeah, we had to do that Billy Joel reference. Billy Joel reference 101. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I think um that's what I think. I think Billy Joel's music is a little more simpler than Elton John's. I I, I would definitely agree with that. I don't think he has like the big like theatrical numbers. Um, and you could say scenes from the Italian restaurant now. You can. I think you can. I mean, scenes is very symphonic. We all know that. I mean, it's off the Stranger album. Bottle of white. The bottle of red. Perhaps a bottle of rosé. Instead. Do, 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 do. Yeah, because I think it is very like. Like the saxophone and the piano is sort of like time passing through. Yeah. It's a, his piano playing is timeless though. Like the way he plays certain songs, like the way that the, the certain songs come across is just like fantastic. It like, is. I, I love it. I love it too. Now let's Wait. talk about our dear friend from across the pond, Mr. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Sir Elton, Elton John. John. <laughs> you can't say Mr. Folks when you talk about him. You have to say Sir. Sir Elton John. Sir Elton John. Oh, yeah. So, I think his piano playing is really good. What can you say, man? Like, he's such uh, Elton John. What a man, guys. I agree. Like, he's such an iconic figure, too. I mean, I was sitting to wear my Elton John glasses tonight. To get a little festive, you know, it would have been great. Why didn't you wear it, JT? I'm severely disappointed in you, sir. Well, I didn't want to. I, I should have. I'm sorry, Bill. I totally should Capwork. Shame. 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 Oh, you cracked me up, Bill. Yeah, this is. Uh, yeah, we've been doing this show together for about. Like 28 weeks, 30 weeks. Yeah, for 30 weeks, and we still haven't killed each other. Yeah, like, well, why, why have we not killed each other? I have no idea, but whatever. And we still haven't killed each other yet, so that's a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, Elton John's music. Elton John. I, and like I said, I hadn't seen Billy Joel in concert, but I have seen Elton John. Yeah. We went to that show together. Well, not together, but we were there. We went together, let's face it. <laughs> we were with separate people. Oh, yeah. You were with your family. I was with mine. I got to go backstage and meet the band. I'm just saying. And he never and he will never let me live that down. I know. Bill, like, you got, Bill doesn't understand everyone. So what don't I understand, JT. This is a true story, everyone. This is 100% a true story. Um, basically, I was backstage. First of all, my aunt, if you're watching or listening, she works for Elton John. First and foremost, let me start by saying that. So she got us VIP tickets again 
to go see him at Madison Square Garden again. And it was great. And this time we got to meet the band. I got to meet the drummer. I got to meet the his percussionist. I got to meet the whole band except for him, <laughs> unfortunately. But that's I didn't okay. Get to meet Elton. No, I was so close. But and I will say this just a plug for another great band or artist. Um, I did on one hand the lead the lead singer of the former band REM showed up in the um in the VIP lounge. Michael Stipe of REM, he's a big inspiration of mine. He was the lead singer of REM back in the day. You know, losing my religion. Uh, it's the end of the world as we know, it, and I feel fine. The one I love. The guy is a great vocalist, and he was just walked right in there. I'm like, oh crap, Michael Stipe's walking right behind me. <laughs> like, it's Michael Stipe. <laughs> like, what's going on? And um, that was a great moment. I, I remember him talking. Like, he's like, I don't know. He was talking about his phone or something like that, or some like social media thing. I was like, oh, I guess he's very active nowadays <laughs> for like a Michael former Stipe. rock star. See, see. My dear friend here gets around. Michael, I gotta look this up. Michael. Michael Stipe. Stipe. He this kind of side note. This guy is great. His vocals were fantastic. Good he was he was he was the lead singer at REM for numerous years. And unfortunately they, they disbanded in 2011, but he he is a great vocalist. Happy shiny people. Yeah, that's him. But anyways, it's just a uh, what's that? They hate that song. Actually, they don't. I found out. I heard they do. Really? I didn't know that. The more you know. No, because I read somewhere that one of the bassist Mike Mills loves that song. Whatever, it's besides the point. Because <laughs> this is about Elton John and Billy Joel, for Christ's sake. Okay, we're getting distracted a lot, so we're gonna stay on topic, but. Yeah, musical so nerds John, are coming out. I've seen him in concert and one of the best concerts I've seen. Oh, he's fantastic. He's awesome. It is a toss up for me for best concerts. It's a toss up between that and Paul McCartney. Wow. Crazy words right there. Crazy words. Hard to believe, but it's true. Yeah, that is a which we also were at the same show. Together. That's right. We saw Paul McCartney together. That was and great. Together. I was with um, I was with Justin and JT was with us ex uh, now ex current girlfriend of the, it was with his girlfriend at the time thank you bill thank you for sharing that information that's wonderful oh sorry i i don't care i really don't care you're fine okay. um so anyways uh, oh we have a chat border bill Ooh, who is it is it who i think it is it's not hey me. it's your dad not matt hemsley <laughs> yeah matt's busy hopefully when he's not busy he can come back seeing both of them playing together on the face-to-face -face tour in 2009 was a great event i'm sure it was i mean the face-to-face -face tour was a legendary um thing for them for both to do it really was and, and you know what's like i didn't i've seen videos of it and didn't go to concerts but what i have noticed though um Um, what I have noticed though, is that, you know, they have like, they play each other's songs. Yeah. That, that I found that out. That was very interesting. Hold on. I'm just figuring something out right now. You're good. Okay. Um, okay. Um, God, what is wrong with my mouse? Uh, excuse me. Yeah, you're good. You're good. All right. So, anyways, um, this. I, I thank you for so much for commenting in the chat board. I just want to say I did not see them on this tour. I saw Elton John though in 2011 at the Garden. Uh, he not was on great. that tour. No, I didn't see him on that tour. My parents saw him on that tour. I did not. And you were see very him. jealous. I yeah. Well, he was. He's funny. Elton John was my second concert ever. It's my first time at the Garden. I sat front row, right in front of the piano, which was great. Um, thank you, Aunt Veronica. <laughs> Um, and Veronica, hit me up, please. Yeah. Hit up Bill. We need hit some me Bill. Up with Bill with Elton John again, or whoever you work for. Hit hit me up, please. Hit me up. She works for Elton John, Jimmy Buffett, Chicago. Let me know, dude. Yeah. Hit me up at Veronica. Um, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> um, yeah, but <laughs> so anyway, it's like We're so bad. <laughs> yeah, I I am so. I am an asshole and I apologize. Oh, Bill, you're fine. Stop it. Yeah, but anyway, but the fate, but 
I think what's interesting is they have they play each other's songs too. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry. I, I'm we're we're playing it so loose tonight. It's crazy. Yes, I um I, listen. The fact that you can go back and look up their set list for their shows and stuff like that, like it's crazy. Like they they would like open Elton John would open up the show, then Elton would play his songs and Billy would play his songs and go from there. Yeah, you know? and really then you would have cool. like I I know one you had like um Elton John doing Uptown Girl and Billy Joel doing Candle in the Wind. Yeah, um, let me see actually set list. Oops, sorry. Uh, let's see. Hey, this is just an example of like a, what, what they would play on their tour. Uh, the final one was in Albany of two. Nice. So this is the face to face in 2010. The, the last show was in Albany that they ever did. Uh, it was your song, Just the Way You Are. That's when they played together, Don't the Sun Go Down. I mean, my life. Then Elton John's band would come on and they play their own stuff. Then Billy Joel would come on and play his stuff. And apparently he covers Highway to Hell still, which is great. Um, and then the encore, they all, they have that night with Piano Man, of course, because the whole audience can sing now. Sing us a song. song man. Man. Sing, sing us. us a song, song tonight. YouTube, don't sue us for this. <laughs> oh, I think there's other things that they could sue us for, which we won't. Yeah. Now, this set list is great. I mean, they would occasionally cover like other artists and stuff like that too. They would cover like but, towards the encore. They would cover good like the Beatles. seeing them do other songs, is even though they are kind of out of their wheelhouse. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, it's. I, I I really wish they would do something together again, but you know, that's a fair point. I mean. Uh, someone in the chat board says, but there's no no better oh. moment than a concert than hearing the audience sing piano, play sing piano man back to Billy Joel. That is and one of the best. That was my dad. Uh, one of the best parts about seeing Billy Joel in general, regardless of if you're seeing Elton John or Billy Joel, is that the, the audience sings piano man back to him. Something Elton John can never have, if you think about it. You know, it, yeah, I could see that. Well, no, I've like, seen Elton John fact, do Piano Man before, but yeah, I mean, oh, no, he, but not by himself. It was with Billy Joel, right? They, they they do it together, yeah. But um, yeah, but um, anyway, but yeah, that's the thing with um, but that's the thing with um, with them is when they do. But you know, you can tell their styles are very different, though. Oh, of course. I mean, if you play, I mean, I don't want to get like crazy, but I have my piano with me. Okay, my... he's getting technical here, folks. Well, if you uh, the, the, to be fair, okay, to be fair, you want to get technical on us? Go ahead. I hate to be all like uptight with people about this, but like Billy Joel, uh, Billy Joel, not Joel like that. Piano sheet music. Um, basically, here's the thing about Billy Joel. The what uh, what uh, what I love about his music, and actually, I'll get it in a second too to show you. Um, is basically his music is much less like structured. And I, now I'm getting technical with all of you because I play the piano. Uh, he here's the thing with him. He his music like is so i'm trying to, how to explain this to you but like it's such it's so much more loosely structured like it's not as like put it's put he'll put he'll put chords together that you wouldn't really think that would be good to would be good together and it would just work like this uh, this is a bad example but like for instance he'll play like there's less structure to the song it's just it's more put together like on his own and it's just interesting to see that in his music whereas if you go to elton john's uh your song right your song you can tell everybody Friday. that this is your song, this is your song. it may be quite so simple but see he don't mind i hope you don't mind i hope you don't mind that i put down in the words 
how wonderful life is. But you're sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. This no, is okay, we are getting sidetracked. We're getting sidetracked, but you can see how this is more structured. Yes, example like between the two of them, like this is much more like put together, if you will, compared to Billy Joe is just more of a natural. I hate to, I hate to like piss off all the Elton John fans, but because um, he is a natural. He he's he's classic. They're both classically trained, but the thing is that they both have. Um, Billy's music is much more like, and I've played a lot of this stuff too. It's much less like. Uh, it's much less structured and put together. Like, like Elton John, there's a certain structure to it. He's much more piano soloed. He'll solo on the piano a lot more than Billy Joel, if you think about it. No, I've noticed that too. Yeah, like. Uh, like funeral for a friend and love like is bleeding there's so much piano playing in there it's nuts but billy joel he's much more of like he doesn't really play piano like he'll play piano but he doesn't play like a lot of solos on the piano if you know what i mean it's very like when it's, it's not just, when it's not in vocals it's just piano when it's just yeah. piano that's what's mean. exactly yeah it's much more like oh well you know one one is more um i'm trying to explain this one is one is more like put together musically and one is more like i'm just gonna write it and it's gonna come out great i don't make it sound like it's hard it's really hard to explain this stuff to you guys but like it's just interesting to see that kind of stuff you know oh absolutely so and like the two of them oh god there's so much there's they're both really good friends and they're both really like good yeah well there was a time when they were fighting yeah for a little bit yeah Sadly, because they're and they're both piano men, but yeah, so. no, there was times they were actually fighting because I don't know exactly what happened. I think it was the reason they don't tour anymore was there was like differences over the set list. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that. And also, they made comments about um. Okay, you know what? We're adults here. These men both dabbled in um illegal substances unfortunately oh, yeah, to some extent yeah and elton john made comments about billy joel that you know that billy joel's rehab was super easy that they let him watch tv and when i was in rehab they made us scrub the floors yeah but, but yeah i think over the years they've had patched things up yeah, I yeah, mean, but, both, yeah, but I will say this. Um, I would like to see one more face to face tour, but Elton John is basically on his way out. Unfortunately, and he's still alive. He's fine. But, you know, he's going to retire in the next 10 years. Yeah, he's going to retire like at some point in the next five to 10 years on his farewell tour. His original farewell tour was supposed to be like three years long. Yeah, now it's because of COVID, it extended even more. But, you know, that's no, like even before COVID, he kept adding dates. You know, it's funny you say that. I really, I, I, I got to, I really hope a friend of mine, Caesar, hears this at one point because he's a diehard like fan of both. But um, he, he prefers Billy over the other, uh, the uh, Elton John, to be, to be fair. And the funny thing is that he, I really wish he would like, I really wish he could come on and talk about this because he knows, he knows a, lot of, a lot about this more than I do. But, hey, um, come on. Wait, what's your friend's name? Christian. Christian, come on. Talk with us. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, but Bill, why don't you take, take control for a second? I'll see what I can do. Oh, you're going to try to get him on now. Um, yeah, well. The thing is, I would like to see another face-to-face -to -face tour. Yeah. Hey, I think we're okay. Bill, okay, Bill's having a slight issue, folks. So please be patient. Okay, good, bud. Things are good. good. Things. The balance of life has been restored. Oh yeah. Okay, but yeah, but the thing is, I wish they would do another. Whatchamacallit. Um I wish they would do another another face to face tour. Yeah, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Because like I said, now but you know what? This kind of brings up something. You tell me what you think. Yeah. 
I love Billy Joel, but I am going to say this. Billy does not know when to quit. I don't think he wants to, to be honest with you. Well, well, you know what? I, I think I see the thing is Elton, you know, his kids are still young. He probably wants to spend time with his family. You know, Billy Joel has young children as well, but I think, you know, since he's doing a lot of shows, most of his shows are at like the garden. Like maybe he'll go somewhere here and there. Like I, I, I have, go I have this summer or next summer, he's going to Fenway. Yeah. You know, he's going to Fenway this year. Oh, he's going to Fenway this year. Yeah. Cause he's, he, they, they just announced that uh, like today that he's going to be back there. He's going to be back there on August 4th. Like he's going to, um, yeah, he's going to, yeah, and like he's going to Fenway, but 90% of the time he's basically just at Madison Square Garden. I mean, well, yes and no. I mean, if you, if you look at his tour dates, hold on one second, if I could find it. He is, uh, tour. Basically, he plays at like the biggest baseball parks now, you know, it's crazy. I'll show you what I mean. Hold on. He, the great thing about what he does, his first show this year is at Fenway Park. Then he's going to Buffalo to Maha, to where the the Bills play. He's going to play there. He's going to play in Cincinnati, Ohio, Austin, Texas. Then uh, November fifth, he's back at the Garden. So he's playing at baseball stadiums. Yeah, but okay, let me. Ooh, he's playing at Notre Dame Stadium. Yeah, on June twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Oh, I wonder if he's going to do a cover of the Notre Dame fight song. That would be interesting. That would be sick. Da, na, 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 na. That but um, would be great. Yeah, but um, like what I mean is okay, but he stays mainly in the country while Elton John, who goes to like you know Europe and New Zealand, <laughs> and you got to think about it this way though: has Billy Joel really put out a new album in like a long time? I'm so glad you brought that up, Bill. Because <laughs> the, la- the the most recent Elton John album, uh, was, Billy Joel album. The most no no the most recent Elton John album was in 20. 20- 16. That was his most recent album was in 2016. Billy Joel's last album was in 1993. River of Dreams. The River of Dreams. This album, it's one of my favorite Billy Joel albums, to be completely honest with you. In uh, the middle of the night. I'm walking in my He's. This is one of my favorite albums of his, to be honest with you. And I tell because it still it. The great thing about this album, and I, 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 damn it, Bill, you got me on a tangent. <laughs> this album, okay, from start to finish tells a story. It's not a concept album, but it does tell the story of how the first song is called No Man's Land. It's, it's very angry. It's guitar driven. And it, it shows how he is basically so pissed off about like, society. He's like, he's so mad. He's upset, blah, 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 blah. And get this. So what happens with him is this. He, he, the album starts off angry, and then over the course of the album, he goes through different like phases of well, like he his faith is shattered in the first half. The second half, he refines he refines his faith in humanity. Yeah, like, because you know, I think yeah. a lot of the songs that I think one of the songs that really um that really hit is the um is the song Lullaby. Yeah, Lullaby was about his daughter. Yeah, because the the story behind that song was actually very interest is actually very interesting. Um, yeah, this was around the time Billy Joel and Christine Brinkley were splitting up. Yeah, and you know his daughter Alexa was, "Daddy, what happens when you die?" Yeah, and then it was you know because they thought this was around the time him and Christine were getting divorced. Goes, "Daddy, you're gonna leave me," and this song was basically. To calm her. That's correct. Because the first line, good night, my angel, time to close my eyes, your eyes, say the questions for another day. I know you've been asking me. It's weird that I know like these lyrics like right off the top of my head. I was about to say. 
I'm a weird bird. I know shit off the top of my head. This has been Random Facts with Bill. <laughs> Random Facts with Bill. Random Facts with Bill. Love it. It's a, it is, this has been Random Facts with Bill, but yeah, with that, but you know, think about it this way. Has Billy Joel really put, Billy Joel hasn't put out a, a new album in like almost 30 years. And that's a great thing. You know why? Okay, I, let's hear it. Okay, so here's the thing. The actual, I'm so happy he has not put out a new album. Which, it, it, he talked about this on a, there's a very, there's, he did an interview with Rolling Stone uh, Music Now podcast, which I highly recommend you check out. If you're a big Billy Joel fan, he talks about like his, his garden residency. And they talk about how, like, they talk about how his last album was The River Dreams in 93. He reached a point in his career where he said, you know what? I'm done with this book. He said this on his XM station, too. He's done. I'm done with this book. I don't need to go on any further. I'm feeling, you know what I mean? Like, I'm fine. And basically, basically, he, and this is not just, hopefully this doesn't start a rage between people, but. He basically told, I think it's Stephen Colbert. He said, you know, he said that Stephen Colbert asked him, he said, you know, Elton John puts out albums. Why don't you? He's like, well, I told Elton John he should put out less albums. <laughs> if you think about it, it's like, oh, even, even Elton John said, you know, even though he's not going to tour anymore, he's still going to put out albums. He's still going to compose because that's what he does. Billy just, he does the opposite, which is such a, it's such a unique scenario. Like he had to retire first. Then he came back and did his Madison Square Garden residency at the garden. And it's been a thrive of a ride since then. I mean, he's been making so much money and stuff. It's insane. Like he, he's made more money and had more success lately than in the past 30 years. He really has. He said that himself, which I thought was great. Um, but like I said, he now he plays baseball stadiums. He's he's this enormous comeback now, which is great. So, yeah, that is crazy. Like, yeah, because the the guy is just really. God, I'm sorry, I'm drawing blank tonight. Um, you're good. You're good. Yeah, but the thing is with um, the thing is with. Saying because you know he's like you know what I don't need to make new stuff because my old stuff is just as good. Well, I feel like Elton yeah, John is just constantly putting out new stuff. That's one of the things too is like because let's face it, new newer songs are not going to be as great as older songs. And Billy, but you know what? Here's the thing: I don't know if you've noticed this. Um, when you were at that Elton John show, the one that we were at, um. Yeah. But if you notice, like, if you go to some bands, like, they'll play, like, some older stuff, some newer stuff, but they right. save, like, the big numbers for last. Right. Like, Elton John, though, it was mainly all his old stuff. He didn't play, I, I don't remember him playing any, a lot of his newer stuff. He he didn't, he, there was nothing off the Lion King. There was he, When we saw him, there was nothing he played that was, like, new. The newest thing he played was like from 1992. Uh, I remember looking that up. Like, wow, you know that's crazy. Like he he, he awesome. played he played the hits, man. Because he said, you know, the new stuff. That's when people go to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, because once there's anything new coming out, once there's anything new played live, they're like, nope, go to the bathroom. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> go to the bathroom. Let me know when he's playing. You know, Daniel or Crocodile Rock. Yeah. Um, actually, let me see something. Which are both from the same album, which is actually pretty funny. Which one, Daniel? Daniel and Crocodile Rock are both from the same album. Yeah, two hits from one album. I'm trying to find it. Here it is. Yeah, it's from the album Don't Shoot this Me, I'm Only he, the Piano Player. Yeah, this is what he played. Benny and the Jets. All the Girls of Alice. One deep cut. I guess, the, I guess that's why they call it the blues. A great song. Border song, kind of a deep cut. Tiny Dancer, one of his big best songs. Philadelphia. Oh, because time dancer. Dancer. The the so yeah, we going now. Indian Sunset again, deep cut. There's a couple of deep cuts here and there. Rocket Man, big hit. 
Take me to the pilot. Somewhat of a hit. Somebody it's said a more, more, a little more obscure, which is, yeah. I just want to give a shout out to our dear friend, Justin. That's actually his favorite Elton John song. Oh, wow. Take me to the pilot. It's actually his favorite Elton John song. Take me to the pilot. Uh, somebody said my, someone said my left tonight, which was great. I'm glad he played that actually. Actually, that's my dad's favorite Elton John song. It's a great song. L- uh, leave on. Uh, Candle in the Wind, and he played it all by himself. And then he left the stage and he came back on stage for Funeral for a Friend of Love Lies Bleeding. Great. Funeral for a Friend, I think, is a very underrated Elton John song. Preach, buddy, preach. It is very underrated. It is. It's it's one of my favorite Elton John songs. And and, And just like pyrotechnic wise, yeah. They had like steaks. I don't know if you remember. They had like smoke coming out, and the piano was like moving when he was playing. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Burn down the mission. I think is very underrated. Oh, oh absolutely. Daniel believe was from 1992. It was about his sobriety. You know, so being sober. That, um, that song says so much. And then he just had a block of hits. Sad songs don't the song go down. Me, the bitch is back. I'm still standing. Crocodile Rock. At Saturday night's all right for Friday. And then the last two songs were your song and don't and uh Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Crazy. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. What I, I like about the if for those of you who don't know what the website this is that I pulled up or I'm, I'm reading off of, it's uh it's an it's a website called setlist.fm. If you're a big if you're a big concert goer, I recommend you check out this website because you could find the shows you were at and you could uh see what songs were played at your show. Yeah, uh, but I keep like, track getting, here as well. But getting back to my point, like this was the one that, um, like if you noticed, Elton John, you know, it's none of the new stuff, but you know, he still does put out new stuff. Yeah, his most recent album was in 2016. You know? Oh, it's absolutely. Been- it was wonderful, crazy night. This was his most recent album in 2016. Like, I mean, how, 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 many, how many albums has he put out? That's what I'm wondering, actually. Hold on. He's put out so many albums. It's actually insane. Like, of, of original compositions and materials. It's nuts. So, hold on. Let me see, bud. Let's see. Let me go to his list of discography. So he's released. Oh my God. He's releasing another album in this year. Jesus Christ. Who, Elton John? Yeah, look. Reginald Sergeant Zippo or whatever. Wow. The guy just doesn't want to retire. Yeah, because like I said, even when, even when, whatchamacallit, even if he's not going to be torn anymore, he's still gonna be still recording putting out new stuff yeah he's still gonna be putting out material which is great i mean he's just not gonna tour on it anymore but let's face it he plays so much material off of like literally from like 1995 and back you know it's crazy like you can let me come back to that actually this has been random facts with bill (laughs) This has been random facts with Bill. All right, let me see. Let me go to this artist. There's a great thing about this website where you can check how long people have, how many, how many times they played certain songs. So this just gives you an idea right here. Okay, so the top five are a lot. I guess was that that's why they called the blues. Don't want the sun go down on me. Benny and the Jets, Rocket Man, and your song. He's played them over a thousand to two thousand times each. That's insane. That is insane. The guy, and the guy's a road warrior, too. He loves being on the road. I think he does. That's why he keeps adding shows. <laughs> he's going to do like 50 more. Sh- he's probably going to be. Listen, he says his farewell tour, but you know what? I'm going to be honest with you, folks. He will die before he retires. Probably. Billy Joel, too. I think he's going to die before he retires. His garden residency, there's no end in sight. So who knows? 
I think that's going to be like the first non-sports event at the Garden post-COVID. I think it might be actually, yeah. Because, you know, the Garden has been opened. Hold on, scroll down. I want to see what the, like, the least played songs are. Covers and stuff or just in general? Just in general. Like, I saw the song um, Empty Garden, which I think is very... They're right here. Yeah, he rarely plays that song. He rarely plays uh, Something About the Way You Looked at, yeah. which is a great song. Because Empty Garden, that's actually about John Lennon. Yeah, no, that's right. Like, he... Rare, he says that song I cannot play unless I'm in, like, Madison Square Garden because... You all know the famous story that when um, Elton John and John Lennon did a song together called Whatever Gets You Through the Night. Yeah. You know, whatever gets you through the night. Yeah. Elton John and John Lennon did a, did a, um, did that song together and, and they made a bet. Elton said, this comes to number one. You're going to play this with me live on stage. And John Lennon goes, I'll take that bet. You're going to lose. Elton wins the bet, and John Lennon comes on the stage to play with him. And that was like the, um, that was like the last, and that was actually John Lennon's last public performance. Wow. I think he talked about that when we saw him, right? I think so. No, no, he didn't talk about it, but that was like, later on when um because no, that was like the last couple of years of his life that's when what they call the house husband years mm, okay when when he was going back to yoko oh right 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 yeah but yeah just keep scrolling down i want to see what like the least ones he plays oh. they were like the, the double digits island island girl what? Never heard of that song. You've never heard of Island Girl? What the I hell? I have never heard of I have never heard of Island Girl, my friend. Wow. Shame. Okay, let it begin. Shame. 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 Island Girl. I gotta play it for you now, but we can't play it on air. You know, I don't want to get sued for copyright. Yeah, this that, that what a great holy crap, he has never played that since like the 90s? Jesus Christ. He hasn't played that since the 90s. Since 1990. Holy crap. JT is very... Oh, Mona Lisa in Manhattan is a very underrated song. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, there's a couple other... Deep, but Island Girl, that's shocking. Uh, it's uh, played all the time on the radio, too. Oh, he did a cover of Great Balls of Fire? But he Because Jerry Lee Lewis was a piano player. This is once you get into the hundreds, like you get you get an idea like what's going on, but of what is going on. So yeah, that's the that's a great song. Oh, last song. That song is absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. Wait, yeah, wait go great. go up to the last song. But the, the no, the, the song, the last song, not the where right here. Last song. Last the oh, last song. It. He hasn't played since 1999. Well, I, I understand. That's a really... It's a really heartbreaking song. Did he play it last? No, he didn't. No, I, I would not want that song to be the last one in a long state. You want something at least, you know, somewhat decent. Well, I'm not saying that's a bad song. It's something... You don't want something it. depressing to be the last one. You don't want to end the show on a depressing note. Of course not. He's only played Can You Feel the Love Tonight 164 times. Click on it. When was the last time he played that? 2016, but he's played it sporadically since then. It's enough. From your favorite movie, JP. <laughs> Stop talking, Bill. <laughs> you cracked me up. And this is why we haven't killed each other yet. But, um, yeah, right. Yeah. But this is yeah, I didn't I didn't know you could do this on Setlist FM. Yeah, you can just go to their you go to their statistics and you can check it. This is a great song. The one. 
oh yeah, I know that one, that song. It's a very, 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 very good song. It was one of the best. My parents almost made that their wedding song. Hey, can you see what they have for a Billy Joel on like these statistics on songs sure. played? Give me one sec, bud. I'm just very curious now. Billy Joel at the Garden. Artist stats. You'd be surprised, actually. He doesn't tour a okay. lot because he took a break for a while, too. We remember that. Yeah, so his top five are Allentown, which I think is very underrated. Yep. You may be right. Um, Only okay. to Die Young. Scenes from Italian restaurants, number two? Yeah, because Piano Man's number one. I kind of knew Piano Man was going to be either one or two. Yeah. But scenes is, you know, scenes is scenes. Come on. <laughs> what about, um, I, I, I'm surprised Uptown Girl isn't in the top 10. He didn't play it for a number of years. Ever since like the 80s, he's kind of stopped playing it. But then he played it re- a lot recently. He's been playing it a lot recently. At the A lot. And you can see that. Well, because maybe I don't think he was playing it. Maybe because that was around the time when him and Miss Brinkley were going through their divorce. I found that because he didn't have enough. He he couldn't do the high notes. <laughs> but um, yeah, because you know Christine Brinkley, as we all know, the supermodel who was married to him, they had a kid together. Now they're divorced. Yep, they're still good friends, though. From what I understand, yeah, they're still really good friends. Like he actually played this at a um at a show and she was there oh really and they like put the camera on her the crowd just went crazy oh that's right i think i saw that yeah and he said something along the lines of christine you're still my uptown girl funny uptown girl he covers highway to hell a lot which i'm actually kind of pleased i heard it live once it's great but he, he he covered Highway to Hell, which is fantastic. Like, oh my god, this is fantastic! I was slipping out, actually. Yeah. But what? Hurting. Were you having one of your girl your girl out moments? Not really. I mean, it was the second time I saw him. Like, I'll show you the set list where I saw him at. Hold on. This this, this show right here, February twenty first, twenty eighteen. So long ago. It's a good show. Played a couple of deep tracks, which was great. A minor variation was the live debut of it, which is great. Uh, but a song off the River Dreams. I love Vienna. That's a really good one. Vienna. That's like one of my favorites. One of the greatest things about his show is that he, you you can go see him, and he'll give audience choices, which is great. I'll show it to you. Like he'll do like an audience choice over like you get to pick this, you, whichever one you cheer loudest for. He'll play. He'll go like, okay, do you guys want to hear Vienna or just the way you are? And everyone picks Vienna every time. It's insane. Like the, there was even a community debate about like how like oh well, they should really ch- take Vienna out of the, the audience choice to see what happens. I'm like oh my god, you guys are funny. Oh, that'd be interesting. I mean, like, like just the way you are versus honesty, which would come out on top. You know, it's a harder choice. But like, yeah, uh, that's good. Just the way you are. Stop the stop in Nevada was a deep track off Piano Man, which is great. I remember heard of that one, but okay, it, it was a pretty good track off of um that he played live. Uh, New York State of Mind, my life. Uh, like, because New York State of Mind was like a big, was like a big thing after nine eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They joked that that became like our fight song. Yeah. Have you ever watched um? I'll, I'll, you know, since so this year's the 20th anniversary of 9-11, I'll guarantee they'll probably show it on VH1. They had, like, this big concert for, um, after 9-11 called, um, Concert for New York City. Yeah, I heard of that, yeah. Like, I, haven't, I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. I actually have the whole thing on DVD. Oh, really? Because I went through a very weird phase when I was buying concert DVDs. Oh, me too. <laughs> and... But um, yeah um, but yeah, with Billy Joel, he was also playing the song. What is it, Miami, twenty seventeen? Yeah, seeing lights go out on Broadway, and I'm never gonna forget it. Like after he finished Miami, twenty seventeen, and when he was transitioning to um, New York State of Mind, 
he's like, I wrote that song 25 years ago. I wrote it as a science fiction song. Never thought it would happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, the end of that song, we ain't going anywhere. Yeah. And then he played New York State of Mind. Right. Awesome. Seen the lights go out on Broadway. I saw the mighty skyline fall. Yeah, but, um, okay, since you've seen them both in concert, you've seen Billy Joel, you've seen Elton John, in all honesty, who does the better show? Billy Joel. Really? Elton John is a great, 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 great time to go see. But Billy Joel, there's something about the way he does his shows now that I really like the audience choices, the fact that he's bringing out so many deep cuts that are like never played. But like, look, this show, the show I'm showing you guys was a minor variation was a live debut and Stop in Nevada was playing the same show. It was crazy. So bottom line, I would say I had, I had much more, I had much more of a great, great time with Billy Joel. I have nothing against Elton John, nothing against him at all. But honestly, I'm just, I'm, that's where I'm at in my life. And I could say I, Billy Joel adds more to the show than I, than I would put. Elton's shows are more like predictable because Billy's shows, like he, if he, if he wants to play something, he'll just play it at random and then the band will join in with him. I want to, you know what? Billy Joel, if you are watching, which he probably isn't, but yeah, I would love to see him play. I don't know if you ever heard of this song. It's called Why Should I Worry? Oh, from that movie? Oliver and Company. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why should I worry? Why should I care? That song. I know what you're talking about. I would love to see him play that live in concert. I would love to see him play live that live in concert. I don't think he's ever played it. I don't think he has either. Also, what I love about his garden shows is that he'll bring out guests. Like he's brought out John Bon Jovi, he's brought out Bruce Springsteen, he's brought out Sting, he's brought out um with I'm not just thinking about Scott. He's brought out his daughter, he's brought out Jimmy Fallon, he's brought out Gavin DeGraw, Peter Frampton, Paul Simon, Brian Adams, Tony Bennett, he's brought out John Fogarty, he's brought out John Mayer, John Mellencamp, Richie Sambora from Bon Jovi. You know, he's Miley Cyrus, Brian Johnson from ACDC, Joe Elliott from uh, Def Leppard, Joe Perry from Aerosmith. He's brought out so many people over the years that you never know what you're going to get when you see him. So who did you see when you were? um... The last time I saw him or no? Yeah. Besides Bruce Springsteen, what else did? um... Who else did come on? Um, like, who have you seen him as a guest for? Hold on, scroll to number. Okay, Jimmy Fallon's number two. Wow. I saw Jimmy Fallon come out, <laughs> and Jimmy Fallon and imitated Mick Jagger and started to do "Start Me Up." Start me up. That's great. Like, um, now I I did see one time they did this on the Tonight Show, and then they did this live. They did the Lion Seats Tonight together. Oh yeah, they did that at the show too. See that. Yeah, and I remember he's like, he's like, what do you want to play? He goes, what do you do? He goes, uh, how about some Michael McDonald? And he's like, um, uh, Michael, oh God, Michael McDonald, God bless him. Yeah, right. Um, and they did a line, sleeps the night together. Yeah, so, yeah, so he brings out guests, and like you said, when he was with Bruce Springsteen, I guess you were like ready to have a heart attack. I wet my pants, man. And you didn't even know he was coming, did you? No, I mean there was a there was an undercover rumor that the boss would show up, but that was about it. Hold He's on. like, and you're like, okay, it's just a rumor. And then you're like, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bruce Springsteen. You're like, ah! <laughs> that was JT the moment they announced that Bruce Springsteen was walking on stage with Billy Joel during his 100th show. Like I that was our dear friend, JT Mahoney. That's that moment. Wasn't it? Jay? Was that pretty accurate? It was a wet dream, man. It was, it was like a dream come true. Look at that. You're like, Oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Dreams 
you come true. And the best part was the kid. Ne- there was a family next to me. It was the kid's first concert ever. And you're like, I'm like, never forget this. I told the kid right next to me, never forget. Never this. forget this. Yeah, you'll love it <laughs> from the moment you go for it. I like they brought up when he he said he said, listen, Oscar winner, Grammy winner, and a Tony Award winner. Well, please welcome Bruce Springsteen. My heart went like through the roof. My jaws hit the floor and my pants got wet. <laughs> like it was great. It was like because like seeing literally Jersey and Long Island bust the city in half. It was fantastic. So wait a minute. Bruce has a Tony? Yeah, he went for Springsteen on Broadway. Well, Bruce, now you gotta win me that Emmy, and you'll officially be an EGOT. And he got yeah, yeah. Emmy, Grammy, Tony, Os- Oscar. He got snubbed of it the other year because of his Netflix special. I was like, damn it, who the fuck won? <laughs> yeah, I wonder who didn't win. I, hmm. look that up. I just realized Elton John is also one is just an Emmy away from being an EGOT. I know. He's got to release some special that wins, and then he's good. Yeah, he's got a bunch of Grammys. He's got two Oscars. Yep. Yeah, he's got an Oscar for Can You Feel the Love Tonight from The Lion King and I Want to Love Me Again from Rocket Man. Can I be completely honest with you about this show, though? Sure. This, this, the moment the show started, I was great. And then once we hit, like, uh, once we started going through, like, uh, once we hit Zanzibar and she's always a woman, I'm like, okay, what the hell? It's, it's 100 show. You should play something else. And then all of a sudden, Bruce Springsteen came on. I was like, okay, we're good. You're like, oh! All is forgiven, everyone. Bruce Springsteen has entered the building. I know, I, I, there's a video online I recommend you check it out of uh of the someone recorded that show in the front row with this part right here with 10th Avenue Freeze out and Born to Run. I took my dad to see it. My dad almost didn't go, but I took my dad, which was he, he was very happy. And I guess he does not regret it now. No, he my dad definitely does not regret not seeing that. He, he does not it. regret it now at all. No, he, he loves it. He he's very happy he went. Let's put it that way. He does not regret it. So regardless, though, I think circling back to the original part of our conversation here. Uh, Billy Joel versus El- Billy Joel and Elton John. Let's kind of like wrap it up in a sense because I think we've said what we had to say, if you will. I think we had said what we I, had to say. It's a very intense debate between the two of them. They're both fantastic musicians. They both compose the piano incredibly. But if you want my, I'll go first and I'm going to do it and then we'll, we'll go from there. I want to honestly tell you everyone out there listening between the two of them, I'm choosing Billy Joel over Elton John. Why? Simply because of several reasons. Number one, because this show is a little bit more entertaining to me, in my opinion, because I've seen him three times compared to Elton John two times. And they're, they're, you know, I can still compare and understand and whatnot. Um, but Elton was great, but Billy Joel, there's something in the air when he comes on the stage and he plays through a bunch of song, hits and stuff like that. It's just great. It's a, it's a true magic behind it. And his piano playing is much more like structured. Like I said, he, his, his piano, his, his musical writing is a lot differently than Elton's. That's just my, what I've looked at. Cause I play the piano. I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? I'm going to say that Billy Joel is my, my, my pick for this debate on this or that bill. Talk to me. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. If you asked me years ago when I was younger, so much younger than today. I probably would have said Elton John. But, you know, because when I was younger, like, aside from Piano Man, I didn't really know much Billy Joel. And, like, from what I've heard besides, Billy Joel, when I was younger, kind of found his music boring. Uh-huh. But as I got older... I have a much more appreciation for Billy Joel's music. Okay. I have a much more appreciation for it, and I'm and I like it better, and I appreciate the simplicity of it too. And like, listen, I didn't see Billy Joel in concert like you did three freaking times. Thank you. Um, 
and I've seen Elton John in concert. Like, you know, if you would ask me who would put on a better show, I would say Elton John because he's I hadn't seen Billy Joel in concert, that's kind of being a little biased. Right. But at the end of the day, and this is a very tough decision, but I'm gonna have to say Billy Joel as well, as I love Elton John, I really do. And it, it is a really tight place to put it in. It's a really tight debate, but I think I kind of like Billy Joel just a tad better. Um, but yeah, I, but I love them both. I do really love both of them. Their songs are absolutely great. You know, really quick, let's end it with this. Um, what are your three favorite Billy Joel songs and three favorite Elton John songs? Oh, Nelly. Uh, we're getting tough now, folks. We're getting tough to end this stream tonight. Um, Honestly, if I had to pick my top three Billy Joel songs, wow. Um, okay, and uh, it varies from time to time, but I'm gonna say number three is oh, I know this answer. So, number three is State of Grace for all of you Stormfront friends out there, Stormfront album, State of Grace. All About Soul is number two from the River Dreams album. And number one is my favorite. Come fight me on internet. YouTube, come at me. You know, Spotify, whatever. A Matter of Trust is my number one. That is my favorite Billy Joel song. It's kind of like, it's not like it's a guitar song, but I don't care. It's the meaning behind it is so much more important than the music. So that's me. Number three, State of Grace. Number two, uh, All About Soul. And number one, A Matter of Trust. All right. What are you th- okay, my three favorite Billy Joel songs. Yes, and then we'll go to Elton John. Number three, I'm going to have to say Piano Man. Okay. I know it's terribly overplayed, but... It's okay. My number two is actually Matter of Trust. It's a great song. And my number one, Only the Good Die Young. Really good, great pick. <laughs> and that song actually has an interesting story behind it, too. Yeah. That song was actually, um, you know, that song because of the first place that come out, Virginia. Don't let me wait, Catholic girl Scott. Much too late. The Archbishop, I think it was of St. Louis, found that song, you know, controversial, saying, "Do not play the song. We're banned." And a bunch of college kids actually ran out and bought the damn song, and it became a hit. And and Billy Joel actually wrote a letter to the Archbishop and said, "Thank you very much." Please ban my next record. Facts, everyone. In order to get a hit record, ban your record first. Have your record banned. Have people run out and buy it. Boom. Success. Oh, yeah. Definitely. All right. What are your three uh, Elton John ones? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, This is right on the fly, folks. So. Funeral for a Friend and Love Life is Bleeding is number three. It's 11 minutes of awesomeness. You cannot deny the 11 minutes you of awesomeness. You cannot deny 11 minutes of awesomeness. Uh, that's what she said at the same time. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, number two, I'm going to say is Tiny Dancer. Oh, my gosh, Tiny Dancer. Got the headlights on the highway. Um Number one is Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. Not a bad list. Yeah, it, 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 or off the top of my head, yeah. But Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me is my number one Elton John song. My number three is, that's actually my number three. My number two is Crocodile okay. Rock. And my number one, this might be an unusual choice. My number one is I'm Still Standing. Oh, great song. I'm Still Standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, well, anything else, or is that a wrap? I think that's a wrap, everyone. That, that this is a very interesting. We were, we wanted to try something new tonight. We wanted to try something different. We wanted to see what we ha- what happens, what goes on, and hopefully, you guys like this. So, if you if you liked what you've seen here, or listen to subscribe to the YouTube channel. We we do this every. We're doing this this type of show for the next two weeks with two other t- topics as well. Um, so this or that again, musical artists. We'll pick them out or whatever. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much for listening and watching. You guys are the best. Hopefully and also, oh no, here we go. You know it's coming. I do it every time. 
Check out Sports Insanity Podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out. We're awesome. You knew that was coming. JT, Uh, you knew that was coming. I totally knew that was coming. You just cut me off completely. Way to go. Sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Um, Anyways, so so follow his podcast as well. uh, He does great work over there as well. Thank you. Um, and if you like it, here, subscribe to the, like I said, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We do this every Wednesday night around 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. EST, and it's later uploaded as a podcast on Spotify. So, anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this broadcast. I hope you guys enjoyed some hotly debated topics. But oh, please, what you guys think? Jump down in the comment section below. Are you a Billy Joel fan? Are you an Elton John fan? Do you not care for either like Bruce Bruce Springsteen more? Please do you like both of them? Do you like both of them? Please let us know in the comment section below. We'd love to hear your thoughts. But thank you so much for joining us, guys. You guys are amazing. And we will see you guys next time. We'll see you later, everyone. Have a good one. Stay cool, guys. Bye-bye.